Hey, hey, what's up, Packer Nation? This is the premiere of Coast to Coast Packers. I am your co-host, Bernie Bango, waiting here for our, our host, Ummer. He'll be here with us soon. So happy you could join us this evening. Hey, it is, it is good to be back in the winner's circle. Let's just start off with that. Uh, I, I got some family that's already on, on, on the side of things of like, let's just tank, man. Quarterback class is awesome. Forget about Jordan Love. I'm not there, man. I, I'll never be a fan of taking. I'll never cheer for tanking. Uh, it, it feels great to be, uh, you know, like I said, in the winner's circle. I, I get it. Rams are in a tough spot right now. Brett, Brett Rippon is, you know, he is what he is. We didn't have to face Stafford. But this is, this is we still have to remind ourselves week in and week out. This is the youngest team in the NFL. And, you know, a win is going to build confidence. Um, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Hey, hey just ha happy to have you here. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a hard thing, you know, to try to, to be excited, I think, sometimes about a win, maybe against a backup quarterback. But, uh, you know, there's backup quarterbacks all over the league right now uh, playing and winning games. So I'll take any kind of win. I'll take it with a grain of salt. But this is a learning opportunity, a growing opportunity, right? We're building confidence uh, with this team. It's all about progress and and in evolving the talent or, or, or like evolving the talent we have and, and evaluating the talent we have and and a win is i think is a better opportunity to do that than than losing um so i i am personally pumped for the win i'm excited for jordan love see he was 20 for 26 you know he he played you know, almost mistake-free football. I personally enjoyed it because because this is what you get. You know, this is this is what should be put on Jordan Love's shoulders, right? Because Aaron Jones should be getting those twenty-plus touches a game, and so he had twenty-four touches yesterday. And it we didn't we didn't put that pressure on on Love to throw thirty-plus times, and I think he was thrown forty-plus times uh, this season as well. So. Welcome to Game On, Bernie. Thank you, Jason. Hey, just happy to be here. Um, so, so something that Amr and I are going to do here, and I, I'm going to get into it. Something that we decided on is we're going to do opening statements. And my opening statement um, is is uh, you know it's it's going to be a bit of a of, of a ramble here. It's going to start with the uh, Razul Douglas trade, and uh, it just kind of. You'll see where I, I go here with my opening statement. I was caught off guard with that trade. I personally thought Preston Smith or Devondre Campbell were the guys we would have traded to maybe find some extra draft picks. I thought maybe we're going to go into a rebuild mode, maybe get a little more off the checkbook, uh, or, or maybe get a guy that's in a contract year and trade those away. Because with Stokes on the IR... You know, Ja looked better this weekend, but he's still battling to get healthy from the looks of it. And only spending a seventh round pick on a cornerback this last draft, last draft. 
I, 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 my initial thought was this was a bad decision to trade away the locker room leader of, you know, of the secondary. I do like the fact that the Packers now have five first or not five picks in the first hundred picks. Uh, but then I started preparing myself to see Joe Barry's defense and secondary to get shredded by the pass. Well, I'm happy to see the defensive effort yesterday. I was proven wrong by the secondary uh, about them getting shredded or, or making Rippon maybe look more than a, a random backup, you know. I now understand that the trade for Razul, uh, you know, I, I, I've understood it or I, I've accepted it in a sense of like, uh, you know, he's at the end of his prime, right? Douglas is near the end of his prime. And he said something along the way. He wants to be a winner. He wants to play with winners. And he's, he's kind of sick at this losing crap. And um, I know that might have rubbed some fans the wrong way. I was not bothered by this. Uh, I'm all for athletes speaking their opinion. Uh, I, I feel like if they hold that hold that crap in too long, it's it's it, it, it could blow up even worse. And he was just speaking his mind. So I'm happy for for Douglas to get there uh, to to get. Um, you know he's going to be with the Bills. He's going to be with the contender. But uh, the Packers, though, by trading Douglas, in my opinion, the Packers are acknowledging that we. Are- What's up, Armour? Hey, how's it going? Hey, I'm just running through the end of my opening statement here. And okay, uh, okay. and so I was just ranting on a bit about the Douglas trade, about how I was taken back by it. He's the leader of our secondary. I prepped myself to watch Brett Rippon maybe look like a starting quarterback in the NFL yesterday. That didn't happen, thankfully. Um, but then I was like, I was talking about, you know, we got Stokes on the IR. We only trade. We only drafted one cornerback. You know, we did draft two uh, two DBs overall. But um, man, Carrington Valentine, uh, he might have been a hidden draft man. He looked tenacious yesterday. I loved his play. Um, you know, a guy like that just go out there with your swagger and play, man. Leave it on the field because rookies, man. They're going to make some big mistakes. There's probably going to be some big plays they miss. And it's it's whatever, man. Go out there and do your thing. Uh, and I loved watching him play, uh, you know, with that, that tenacity from whistle to whistle. And then Anthony Johnson Jr., man, I think he he laid some flag-free lumber yesterday on Tyler Higby. I think that might have been my favorite hit of the season because it seems like any time we've seen anybody get hit that hard, uh, we see laundry on the field. So I was really happy to see Anthony Johnson Jr. lay out Higby yesterday. I, I, you know, I was like, ooh, baby, when I saw that hit. And, and then immediately, though, I was like looking around for the flag on the field or the flag symbol to come out of the marquee or whatever, and it didn't come. And I was like, all right, they're, they're letting, them, letting them hit there. But on the replay, man, that, it was sweet. I mean, he, he hit him exactly where he needed to be. He had a shoulder. But that's, that's kind of my opening statement was like, I was really sad about Douglas, sad to see him leave. You know, uh, I thought Puka and Cup would be able to carry Rippon, but that's that's not what we saw. You know, we saw a, a, a good defensive effort during, you know, a Rams offense that's obviously hurting without their leader. But uh, that's that's my opening statement, man. Happy, happy to get that W. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I couldn't agree more. 
was funny where you come against a team that the Rams was depleted with their starting quarterback, and you're kind of thinking to yourself, man, like, you know, we have seen the Packers struggle against backup and third-string quarterbacks, and that wasn't the case. You know, a lot of – a lot of it wasn't mistake-free, but it was good to finally come away with the victory. At uh, the end of the day, it doesn't matter who you're playing on Sunday. It matters that you still got to show up and you still got to perform, and for us to hold a team of three points, I know I was giving Todd some shit yesterday about giving Joe Barry credit. I have to admit, you know what? You know, we, we were down a starting linebacker. We lost Kenny Clark in the second quarter. We were starting – multiple rookies across the board and we still were able to get the job done. Like you said, Cooper cup, you got, you know, Daryl Henderson, who, you know, he hadn't been there for a while, but he knows the offense and you still got, you still got a Puka who's a rookie sensation and we shut him down and Carrington Valentine being the guy that he is, you know, he was a seventh round pick, but you know, he was, they were expecting him to go and he were actually going a high second, third round. We kind of got him to steal in the seventh round uh, based on Mel Kuyper's rankings. Uh, but he reminded me a lot of a 2018 rookie, Jair Alexander. Like, I remember him against that Rams game in 2018 where he had like 12, you know, PBUs and he was just making Brandon Cook's life miserable. And it mm-hmm. just, it just, I have not seen that kind of passion and that kind of like just like energy on that side of the field. Like, you know, I'm just like in the contained 100%. energy, right? Where, you're not sitting here and like getting flags and penalties and stuff like that, but you're 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 getting the job done. You're playing with a little swagger, and you know what? I've been wanting Anthony Johnson in the lineup for a while now, and I was pretty impressed by the, that Higby play. I went back and watched the game because I wasn't able to watch it live. So I had to go back and watch the whole thing condensed. And watching that Higby play was amazing. And a few things that I noticed that you you touched on a lot of things. I was like, man, I hope he leaves me something. <laughs> but I was like, one of the things I was thinking about was watching how the offense ran with Sean Ryan in there. Sean Ryan had a game. I mean, he only played seven, eight snaps, but I went back and looked every snap he had. He was playing assignment short football. He was stonewalling guys. I mean, he looked amazing in the run game. And, yeah, he had a couple pass pass reps, and he didn't look bad. And I really think, like, one of the things that I feel that, the off, that this coaching staff has a hard time doing is it just, like, saying, okay, you know what, I understand we have these veterans here, or we have these guys that have shown us what they can do, but just saying, all right, there's a guy that's waiting that jumped in and played extremely well. We need to start giving them some reps. We need to give maybe, like, you know, y'all should have been in there since week two, week three, right? And he wasn't. Now he comes in, our offense have been, has been running a lot smoother. Sean Ryan comes in. We don't miss a beat. Hell, we score a touchdown on that play. And I was really impressed with that. I was impressed with Jordan Love's game. Wicks is my man, though. I think, yeah, he had the fumble, <laughs> but he had a fumble trying to get a first down. But, like, just watching him play, how he catches the ball effortlessly, uses his hands. He's an amazing blocker. There's These are guys that I feel like, you know, we have a youth movement that we keep talking about. Hey, let's just see what these guys can do. Let's just see them develop. If that's the case, then we need to start giving these younger guys more reps because we can start winning some games. And you know what? Like, as cliche as it is and how corny as it is when like look, my coastal floor is like, you know, we got to go one and this week. We got to go one and this week, but it's true. If we're going to Pittsburgh, it's going to be a, it's going to be a dog fight of a game. I feel like it's going to be a defensive game, but like we have an opportunity to make some noise here. I mean, who knows? I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm the kind of guy that thinks we're going to win a Super Bowl every year. So like watching the way this team played against, yeah, you can call the Rams a subpar team, but hell, you know what? Like the Rams are still the Rams and, they're still coached by a really good coach who's a Super Bowl winning coach too. Yeah. I'm really like 
I have to admit the Douglas trade did really take me for a loop. I love Douglas as a player, as a leader. I love his story. Um, and seeing him leave really did hurt me. I had a lot of tweets that probably, you know, expressed that this, that mm-hmm. discomfortment, this, this, the discomfortment, I can't say it's comfortable. It's comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I was not, I wasn't happy. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. And seeing Carrington step in and play the well, as well as he did. Yeah. I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what he can do going forward. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, I, I'm excited about the young talent. Like I, I, it started to disappear for some reason, the excitement. Maybe that's when you go a month without winning a game. Uh, you know, it's going to take a little bit of the wind out of your sails. But that win, you know, it kind of got me excited to see some of this young talent. Um, you know, we go to we go to Pittsburgh next week, and uh, I've I've heard some people think that they're frauds. I, I don't know, but I, I'm I'm not. I'm not big on Kenny Pickett. I'm not scared by him by any means. Uh, that Steelers defense uh, is what what scares me. You know, I think the the defense. Um, but I'm, I'm looking for, I'm looking forward to it. So let's let's jump into um, let's jump into like some some good news, bad news. Uh, you know, whether it's from the game or or what's this going on at all? Any any thoughts? Uh, that you have, uh, would you want to start with good news or bad news? Uh, I, think, Amr, I, think um, the, the, I would say let's start with the, let's get the bad news out of the way. And I think, okay, uh, I, I'll start out with uh, the injuries to Christian Watson and to Kenny Clark. Both seem to be not long term, uh, but not having those guys there was, you know, it, it's, it's it's almost an unfortunate reoccurring story with Watson, right? Uh, he made a great play and then he got mm-hmm. hurt, right? And um, it was funny, like the injuries was like, he has a head, back and chest injury. And, I'm, and like, I think we said yeah, on, on Sunday, it was like, what the hell? Wait, when did he get hit by a car? Like Monty had said this in one of his, on one of his tweets. But I'm like, damn, like, did he like get, did someone like hit him again? Like, I don't know what happened. Like, what is going on? He got up, he did his, you know, celebration thing. And then I'm like, wait, he fell back down and he got busted up. Like what happened? So him being out and then also, um, with Kenny Clark being out, you're gonna really need to see these young guys step up with Wooden and with Brooks, who did an amazing job. And I think Wyatt, who has been really coming on these next few last few weeks, I think him taking a more of a you know down down role with man T.J. Slayton is nasty. I love T.J. Slayton. I've loved him since he came <laughs> out. I've been crying for more reps and snaps for him, and he's been gaining them, and he is not disappointed. So that's my bad news is just the injuries, really. Okay. But my my bad news was it, it's it, it's gonna be a quick it's gonna be a really quick good news bad news but it, I got more good news too. Good news is we scored a touchdown in the first half. Yeah. Bad news is it was the only points we had the whole first half. So, um, you know, but it's it was, it was good to see that, and that's really the only bad news. The injuries are always bad news. But when I thought about, it, I was like, man, it's hard it's harder for me to find bad news when we win games. Uh, and I was I was so stoked. Uh, I was probably more excited than I should have been for that touchdown uh, yesterday. And uh, I, I know that I was I was on my pro sports fan where I, I do like a Manning cast of myself when I watch the game. And uh, yeah, man, I was I was pumped. I was jumping up and down. And I was just like, dang, man, that's that's the most excited I've been for like a regular season touchdown to start a game in, in quite a while. But Good news, like we said, we won. Defense looked energetic and hungry. Um, 
something that that I like to see too that, that I was that I was happy to see was uh you know we look stronger in the second half again you know it's just it's it's something that's like it's something I'm holding on to with this team is that like man the second half always looks better um and that first half looked was definitely a step forward and uh and Aaron Jones got 24 touches right that's that is good news when Aaron Jones touches the ball we win games um but uh you know, Aaron Jones is such a great – he's a great runner in the red zone. And uh, we've seen we've seen multiple times, I think, where we, we go to A.J. Dillon in the red zone. And I get it. Dillon is – you know, he's a – he looks like a wrecking ball, right? He's he's quadzilla. But I don't know, man. I, Jones runs angry. You know, Dillon is – Dillon is like that, that ox – that you hook the plow to and he just slowly drags the plow across the field. But Jones is, is angry, man. If I saw him coming my way, I, I just wouldn't, wouldn't get, no, I would get out of the way. Um, so that, that was, that was good. I think that was good news that Jones touched the ball 24 times. Now I'm going to ask you this, Hummer, will MLF, will he follow that up with giving Jones 15 plus touches again? Or will we go back to like Jones getting 10 touches again? So it's funny you say that because I didn't even say my good news. And I was going to say the same thing where it came down to. Still. Hold on. All right. Is is my mic still off? It's still messed up. Is it better this way? Oh, yeah. There we go. Let's do it like this. All right, there we go. I have my Bluetooth ear on, and this is the mic that's working. So that's probably the way it is. I got to fix this, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not used to using my laptop for this stuff. It's my first time, so I apologize. I'm all over the place. Iowa Joe, I know I'm late. Mike's all messed up. I'm, all, I'm just all <laughs> jacked up, bro. It's my first time, right? I'm a rookie to this thing. You guys are all, you know, veterans up in here. Give me, just give me, give me some grace. Give me some grace. All right. So, um, no, when it comes down to it is, like, Aaron Jones has shown if he gets more than 20 touches, like it was more than 15 touches a game. We're like 31 and one. And the one time we lost is against, I think the Niners, like in that playoff game. And we also are number one in the league in points scored in the first second half. We're the last in the league, the points scored in the first half. So the good news to me is Aaron Jones looks like he's healthy. He looks like he's spry. I kind of have a different opinion on AJ Dillon. I think AJ Dillon has been really coming on his last couple of weeks. I feel like, you are right, though. He's running more behind his pads. He does have yeah. that kind of like slow plotter. But man, every time he touched the ball, I felt like he was kind of being, he wasn't obviously as fiery as Aaron Jones, but he's like shot out of a cannon. And I really yeah. think that they've been, it's weird. Like they spent the last two months really like just tapering off Aaron Jones' touches. And maybe he really was really hurt more than what they were telling us. And because now, you know, he's had all this time. And he's kind of fully healthy. Because he even said it too. Him and Ja both said that they feel like they're more 100% now than they have all season. So maybe we're going to see this back-end run where Aaron Jones is going to be getting a full complement of touches. You're going to see, hey, look, Emmanuel, Emmanuel Wilson looked good. He had a 31-yard run at the end of the game. I'm like, hey, we should just start just giving all these guys some play. And then, you know, that makes Aaron, that makes Jordan's job a little bit easier. And that's, you know, that's one of my good news is that we're seeing small but positive improvements in Jordan's game. Obviously a deep ball needs to be worked on. I think that has yeah. a lot to do with just trying to get used to all these years. He's still not used to Watson. Right. But like, yeah. 
he he's been he's getting better. And I think like if these guys just catch the ball, like if he's if they're catching the ball and he has terrible numbers, all right, you got me dead to rights. But if they're catching the ball and his numbers that he's like a seventy percent completion percentage, you know, he's playing yeah. well, we're winning games, we're you know, we're gaining in scoring distance, we're not maybe closing the deal like we should be, but hey, I'm gonna take that. And I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing where we go from here because Pittsburgh's pass rush is amazing. But yeah. but when it comes to their secondary, their secondary is suspect. And that's, you know, and, and good thing is our O-line is better at, at, at pass blocking than, than run blocking. But something else I wanted to say uh, as you were talking kind of reminded me of some good news is uh, Christian Watson went up and got a ball, you know, uh, in the second half. And, and we need to see more of that. You know, it, it took a couple big catches last year, right, to get that confidence going. I'm hoping that 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 big play, uh, we got to see Musgrave, right, with a catch and run yesterday. So we got to see a lot of that young talent sprinkled in there yesterday. Uh, just got to see it more consistently. Um, so you you got any other other news or takes uh, on this Rams on this Rams game so far, Amr, that that you want to get out there or discuss or? Man, like, I, I just gotta, I gotta, I gotta give my uh, unfortunate props to Joe Barry. That's it. He's averaging like nineteen point nine <laughs> points a game, and it is what it is. Um, ugh, dang it, Todd, he just, he's just loving this right now. I know he is. But the truth <laughs> is, you know what? I was, I had to go back and watch the game, and I really did see. Like he was blitzing, he was manning up on these guys, he was sending pressure. I mean, I was, I was like, you know what? I rather, I rather us play defense like that. You know how like Will Smith and uh, in Bad Boys one, Will Smith and Marlon Lawrence when uh, they're talking about how Marlon Lawrence can't drive, right? And then at yeah. the end of the movie, when like Marlon Lawrence is racing the bad guy, and he and then he beats him, and he's like. That's how you drive. You drive like that every single time. I don't care. You drive like that every. Si- Joe Barry, this is how you play defense week in, week out, every single time. I do not care. Like that is, <laughs> I am sign me up for that every single week. And if we lose and they go over the top on us a couple of times, screw it. I'm fine with it. But you know what? Play man up. Do, just play just like that. Just do that. Don't change anything. Just do just that. I'm fine. I will be the happiest camper ever. Yeah, I, I agree with you. You know, it's it was it was funny. I, I saw some positive things about Joe Barry on the Twitterverse. Um, Kurt Ben Kurt uh, had had tweeted as well about extending extend Joe Barry, and uh, it was a very mixed reaction. And he he said it was a joke, but I don't know, man. I was just like, I told my I told myself like Joe Barry can't do anything to keep his job next year, but. Um, he might have a job with us next year just because, Ugh. you know, it's what, what, what if that happens? You know, he's, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I, I, I just, don't know how I feel. If you're yeah. Either, but, oh God. Yeah. It's like, I, I, it's, it's one of those ben things Kurt's where, all right. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, okay. Todd, you better stop it. Don't you say crazy stuff like that. Don't be speaking stuff like that in existence. We do not manifest these things. Okay. No. All right. So, but I'll say this, if he is able to play this defense and to hold teams to 19 points, 15 points, 10 points or less against teams like Chargers, 
uh, against the Chiefs. I know they're not they you know they're kind of hit or miss, hot or cold. But I'm serious, like yeah. these teams that have really good offenses and that have you know pretty all pro quarterbacks, he can do against them. All right, Thanksgiving comes yeah. in, we go to Detroit and we shut out Detroit somehow, bro. All right, you got me. You got me dead to rights. I'll eat some crow. That hey, yeah. Corey Benke said he's been waiting to see this defense show up so that I'm required to eat crow. I am signed up for that. I have a bowl and a spoon ready. I have a bib. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. But you know, Joe Barry got to keep this up. That's all I got to say. And right now, the whole Brent Rippon thing comes into play. But at the end of the day, you know what? He's still an NFL quarterback. He's still yep. been with the Rams all year. He's been he game plan. He took all the first reps. I mean, so it's like you know what? Like you gotta you gotta give him some flowers. I'll give him some flowers. He might be kind of old and busted flowers, but I'll give him some flowers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was I was happy to see it because I thought to myself with Puka and Cooper, you know, they were gonna set something up where they could still get the ball in those guys' hand. You know, figure something out on that the week leading up. Like you said, he took all those those first team snaps all week. They had time to, you know, game plan. And, and McVay is a guy that you think could could spin something up, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, a true North Packers fan in here saying, this is not pick six. I'm confused. Um, <laughs> it's a new show, man. It's a new show. A new, you got, we're we're welcome, changing up welcome, on you. Yeah. Welcome to Coast to Coast Packers. I'm Bernie Bango. I'm Amr <laughs> And uh, hang out with us, man, uh, and hang around. Because uh, let's let's move into um, pick six is on Tuesday. All right. Yes, fabric. We, I agree, Jason. I agree. Yes, we'll give him some fake flowers. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that. Yeah. I like that, that way we can give we can give him back to him if he does this again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. That's what you leave at the. That's what you leave at the cemetery, man. Right? The fake flower. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The, the ones you can just. <laughs> I don't he, know, man. That's that, like, he's... They're, not, they're not biodegradable, then, right? They like they, they hurt the environment. Then I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> like Barry's been hurting my environment for the last two and a half years, you know. So, <laughs> well, you gotta take the funeral roses because he's dead to us, right? Oh uh, yeah, he was. He sure hell was. He was. <laughs> he's trying to. He's trying to resur- He's trying to resurrect himself. I think. Hey, look, Joe ain't wrong. He ain't wrong. I ain't buying him new flowers. I'm going to get someone else's flowers. You're damn right. I w- but I wouldn't even do that. I wouldn't even do that to the per- – I would be respectful to the person that passed, all right? I would be respectful. Yeah. I might grab some that in a trash can and give him those flowers. <laughs> yeah. Day before. <laughs> hey, man, they've they've caught people stealing flowers from cemeteries, so yeah, – could, you, could um, you imagine if you get, like you – get, you get a citation for grave robbing and it was some flowers? <laughs> <laughs> and it was for Joe Barry of all things. Dude. Oh my gosh, that would be just the worst thing ever. <laughs> Dude, it was like the day after Memorial Day. There was someone driving through a veterans uh, out here where I live. I live in Western Washington. Ummer's in Virginia, so that's yes. that's listeners. Northern Virginia. That's why yep, it yep, is, yep. Yep. That's why it is coast to coast Packers because it's East Coast and West Coast right now. But there's a uh, you know a cemetery here for veterans, and the day after Memorial Day, someone got caught. Just kind of swooping up all the best bouquets they could, and then they try to claim that they were that they were just cleaning up dead flowers and trying to make and, and but it was like security of. Uh, but anyways, that's what it made me think of. Um, let's let's uh let's get into that next segment because I think this one might be one that that takes us a moment. Top three, bottom three, right now. It's kind of like good news, bad news. But let's talk about three. We can you can talk specific players, maybe position groups. But 
Top three of, of something that maybe su- surprised you so far this season, because, right, we're eight games in now, um, right? For us, like, to me, it's still like, this is 50% of the way, right? But that's not mm-hmm. the reality anymore. Yeah, it's like kind of not really. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so there isn't really a 50% of the way, because next week we'll be past that 50%. Yeah. So we're at halfway. We're just going to say we're halfway through the season. What are your, you know, surprises? What are your, like... Crap, man! Like they're they're not I got doing you. what I, I want. I got you. No, no, I got you. I, I think uh, my top three. I'll I'll start positive this time. All right. Okay. Uh, top three will would definitely going to be you know, um, you have to say Aaron Jones just to see he has to be powering the top things to see how our offense is with him in the field, right? Like just him there, which is a completely different team. And without him being there, obviously we lose an element of our offense that I just feel like is completely lost. Um. <laughs> yes i would <laughs> just i would the things i oh god let's not go there um that's my first top three right and, for, and then of course uh, i think um the development of some young players like these rookies that have come in and performed well like the the wicks of the world the you know you have carrington valentine you have uh Jaden reed i mean you have guys that have come in and played well and they've kind of hit the ground right in musgrave you know, I, I want to say like the rookies is like another top three because you know what? Like you don't expect you kind of you get a rookie that performs and presents and plays well in their rookie year. It's kind of like yeah. icing on the cake. Right. It doesn't happen very often. Right. And then I think the third one is I'm going to say Jordan just because um, I think expectations for him were set kind of high but not high right like we wanted to give him grace wanted to give him time i feel like we've seen some glimpses of some of of real good football we've seen some not so good football and that we know he has shown from a i think from last week to this week he's shown improvement if his team helps him from around him my three bottoms three bottoms are going to be real quick i'm just going to say it it's going to be luke buckus when it comes to the offensive line i feel like it did take a step back until this next this last week right um i'm going to say christian watson and i only say that because he did kind of take the league by storm when he really just just came on the field right and that you know he and then he you know felt he's been injured so he's been kind of trying to get warm again things like that um and then my third one, and it's it's one of those things where it's he's been a bottom three, and it's Savage. I just I'm not been a fan of Savage ever since we like I felt like he was really he started coming on with Petten, Petten goes, and it's like he has never really got back to that that standard that he had last year at yeah. Petten. And I just haven't been a fan. I know he's on IR, but I mean when he was there, I felt like Anthony John, like you were saying, Anthony Johnson just was nine day. He knows how to wrap up and tackle. Like that, yeah. seeing him wrap up a tackle, Higby was like literally. I had a tear in my eye. I couldn't believe yeah. it. I was like, "Holy crap!" The safety <laughs> making a wrap up tackle. I've never seen this in like four years. Like this is insane. Yeah. So those are those are that that that's what I have right now. All right, right on. I, I'm there with you. Uh, the safeties didn't make my bottom three list. Um, they definitely were like in my bottom three preseason. I was like, man, that is not a good position group. Uh, they, you know, they. Who, who the guy, you know, then like Jonathan Owens, right? He had a big, right? He had that safety blitz yesterday, right? So mm-hmm. our safety, maybe the safeties did just enough yesterday to, to stay off my radar. Um, yeah. But since we're talking safeties, I would love to see the Packers bring Hunter Wooler from the Wisconsin Badgers to come play safety next year. But that's, I know that's probably a whole different show uh, to talk about that. Um, yeah. 
my bottom three, uh, my, my first in the bottom three here in the cellar, I'm going to go with our front office, man. Uh, they did not, mm-hmm. I, I feel like they did not shore up this offensive line. I, I think they had all their eggs in the Bakhtiari basket. You know, they're like, oh, he's going to be just fine. You know, and it's yeah. like, he, he cle- clearly hasn't been fine. Iowa Joe says, nope, Cooper to Gene, uh, Iowa. I, hey, I'll, I'll happy take him, man. Um, just as long as they allow him to return punts. Um, yeah. That's the rest safe, and the team. That's the rest and the team, right? Iowa, and there's a safety out of uh, Utah that is, like, nasty, too. So, yeah. And, yeah, so, yeah. Iowa, Iowa, man, I'm saying, Iowa got defensive <laughs> players that come out of damn fields. They come out of the cornfields, man. They just grow yeah. them on trees and shit, and I love it. And I, I would take everybody <laughs> from Iowa. Honestly, I would. I just bring in Ferns. I bring in the damn head coach and be the D.C. I just put his ass <laughs> in the D.C., seriously. Um, why not at this point? Shit. Might yeah. as well try. I, I I feel you, Iowa Joe. He's saying we don't need no stinking Badgers. Um, Ugh, yeah, man, I, I'm I'm a homer dude statement. through and through, so uh, <laughs> I can't help it. So front office, they didn't do enough, I think, to help the offensive line. And then as we've seen the progression of this wide receiver crew, as yeah. much as I'm like, oh man, I love all the young talent there. I think they really did Jordan uh, a disservice. And, mm-hmm. and this goes wide receiver or tight end. They I feel like they could have went and got somebody. That's a, you know, a first down machine or just like, you know, they got a 99 rating hand of hands. Francis a dingleberry. Yes. Yes, he is. The whole family is. Um, I, I, Iowa is all about shots. Iowa is all about nepotism in their in their coaching. And oh, their that's true. Right? Yes, yeah, is this kid? Ferenc has, so has, has all of his kids on the team coaching, and then and then you look at the basketball team in Iowa. They got all, like you know what's his face uh, McCaffrey's got all of his kids out there running around playing for his team. Too, okay, but, all right, never um, mind. I didn't know that. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, we don't want that. I, I don't want no nepotism. We got enough of that in the NFL. We don't need none of that this, shit coming up. <laughs> Gosh damn. This is this is just a Badgers Hawkeyes. Hey, Mike, in uh, in college, my roommate was an Iowa Hawkeye fan. Um, Oh, okay. So, so I, I have a, I have a lot of love for the Hawkeyes. It's it's all friendly from here. So front office that I feel like they're my bottom three. Lafleur, he's in my bottom three, man. Mm-hmm. Like I see it. Yeah, no, I can see that. I, yeah. I don't I don't see it, man. I I thought we were gonna get this you know offensive savant, this guru to come mm-hmm. in, and uh, he was gonna wave a magic wand. But um, you know, there's not not enough. Uh, wants to go around at Hogwarts. I don't know, but uh, Lafleur definitely didn't get one, uh, and I, I think he's maybe just still trying to figure it out. Um, and then my third, bottom three, Royce Royce Newman. Uh, I, I I won't let him <laughs> yes, go. And yes, he, no. Like, I'm happy you reminded me of that bastard. Oh my gosh. <laughs> The offensive line could be in the bottom three, but I'm just going to single out Royce Newman. I can't yeah. believe he's still employed. Um, Agreed. And, and he won't be at the end of this year. But there's there's my my bottom three. I'm going to jump to my top three, and it might look a little different. And some people might be like, why? But my, I, I'm going with Jaden Reed. He's leading the team in receiving yards right now. Um, you know, I, I know our receivers aren't performing in an impressive manner, but I'm putting him up there, man. He's, he's, he's my number one guy I want to talk about. Cause he's, 
when the ball's in the air, he attacks it, right? Like the way he attacks the ball, it's like you wish you could take the spirit of Jordan of Jaden Reed and put it in Christian Watson, right? Christian Watson's got that six foot five frame, 200 plus pound, and Jaden Reed's not even six feet tall, you know, and he he's he he goes up there and attacks the ball and rips it out of the air. Um another guy in my top three this year is Quay Walker. Uh, yeah, he's tenacious, one, yep. he tackles, and he's really instinctual. I know a lot of people hated on him because of his, um, what is that stupid IQ test? Uh, the uh, um, the Wonderlick and the S2? The Wonderlick, yeah. right? The yeah. people were giving him a hard time for the Wonderlick test. But that dude's got instincts, man. I, yeah. You know, and, and sometimes in football, I'll, I'll take a few guys that might have a few rocks in their head because, like, if you're, you know, if you're going to be dumb, you got to be tough. And Quay is a tough mother you know and and i don't think he's i don't think he's dumb i think his instinctual level of football is there maybe it's the x's and o's and the paper stuff uh that he he, he's not but it's it's on the field man you just see him he reacts to the play and and i just love watching the guy play um i just don't think he could be like dumb to be i I feel like you're playing i know georgia has nothing but like all-star talent i don't think you can be a shot caller him and Kobe dean were the ones that call plays on that team i don't think you can be there also play special team snaps if you're a dummy right and it's like you damned if you do if you damned if you don't like you remember mylon roll he was a safety out of florida state he was a Rhodes scholar and it's like either you're too smart to play the position or you're not smart enough. It's like, where's the Dan? Where, where, where do we do here? Come on now. So no, I, yeah. the, those tests are great and dandy, but we've seen people who have scored poorly and scored highly and have been either really great in the league or been terrible. It doesn't make a difference. It just matters. Who yeah. you, like, you know, it just, just, sometimes it's situation, it's scheme, it's the player, it's all those things. Right. I mean, yeah. so I love Quay. I think Quay was awesome choice. Yeah. I don't put anything into kind of standardized testing because when I took the ASVAB to join the military, I got done and they were like, holy, holy crap, dude, you can, you can choose any job. You scored so high. And I'm like, dude, I am not a sharp dude. Like I barely got out of, I barely got out of high school and you're telling me I can do anything in the army. I'm like, but anyways, I, yeah. So those standardized testing, I, I don't take, take much. Uh, Jason here in the comments, I like what he said here. Lafleur is an offensive savant. The issue is that he can scheme up yeah, crap all that. day, but he and his staff can't teach technique and fundamentals to save their lives. That's that. I like that take, Jason. That's 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 a good take there because some like some of our offensive like flags yesterday. Uh, man, let's here. Let me let's talk about top, that. Yeah, let's, let's let, talk about that. I know you're top, going. I'll, tap, I'll finish my top three and then let's get into some of those flags yesterday. Yeah. Uh, and then my last, my last of my top three is Carl Brooks. Yeah. I love that dude, man. Bowling green, uh, you know, late late round fine. I think that guy is going to get more snaps now with Ken, uh, with Kenny. You know, beat up. But that's I, I like Carl Brooks, man. That that was a, another great late round find. He's a physical so specimen. Get, like he does, he's he's a he's yeah. built like 300 pounds he moves really well and he's him coming from like what bowling green right yep. but him and i'm telling you man like goody hit it with this draft man i was like, i know he's got some hate for some previous drafts but man these last two drafts he's done really well and brooks and wooden i i'm really looking forward to seeing what they could do against this pittsburgh offense that has potential but it just hasn't really ever hit that point yet yeah and and so let's let's talk about like how like uh, kind of what popped in my head when Jason made that comment, right? The fundamentals, right? We've seen so yeah. many penalties kill some drives mm-hmm. uh, th- this season, and um, but yesterday, man, those two offensive 
offside penalties. I am blown away. I don't see it in the photos. I just no. may, maybe I need someone to come to my house and explain it to me. But uh, what, what were you feeling or thinking or seeing there? Um, Look, so I was watching it on uh, on Gamecast on ESPN's app. All right, so it's fourth okay. and one. We're like by the fifty. I'm like, oh shit, we're going for it. And then I see uh, fourth and one. Jordan Love sneak, uh, successful. And then it's like, oh, offsides, offense. I'm like, how the how is the offensive line offsides? And Josh, I'm like, okay, Josh is, you know, I know Josh gets busted up a lot, but he's a really, really, really smart dude. I was like, there's no way he was offsides. And I found out later that it was running. That was offsides both times. Yeah. And running was like, well, I didn't know. I've lined up this way since I was a kid. I, this is, and so basically, if you've listened to even some of the analysts, some of the refs that are analysts, and then you listen to other people that do this stuff too, they're like, hey, that's a very like, it's a very ticky tacky call. They can call it, but they don't call it across the board. And then yeah. we watch multiple games afterwards, like the Eagles and other teams that were doing it were lined up the same exact way. They weren't throwing the flag. So like, like, I don't know. Like I, I was besides myself. I couldn't believe it. I thought it was a bunch of yeah. garbage and I don't know. Like I, if I, if I'm the, if I'm the Packers, I'm like, I, I need the NFL to like, tell me what did we do wrong? And then I would just make sure that you're lined up just like that going forward. Because like you go back and look at the still pictures before the ball was hiked, nobody's offsides. No one's lined up in a neutral zone, a neutral zone. And that's what the penalty was. I just didn't yeah. see it. I didn't see it. No one else did. And clearly yeah. that the guy that saw it was standing next to the floor. So I'm like, bro, were you mad at the floor yelling at you in the ear or some shit? You just taking <laughs> out on us? Like what? Cause you know, refs do stupid shit like that sometimes. Like oh, yeah. you know, the human element comes into it. Right. Like, I don't yeah. know, man. Like I said, I I was beside myself. I couldn't believe. It. I was like, man, we lose this game because some BS like that. I'm not. I was not gonna be a happy camper to say at least. Yeah, you know, and if those those two plays shake out differently, I mean, I I think this game gets put away even quicker. NFL hates the tush push. They're gonna start calling it weird to discourage teams so they don't have to make a rule change. <laughs> I right? would not be surprised, you know, by that. It's it is kind of a weird play. Because there was – wasn't it a rule for a, a long time? Like, you couldn't really push the quarterback for Like, you couldn't put their hand, no, hands on him and push? That's the change. They You could before. So, before, you, you could, could before. have linemen push – you could have people behind the quarterback and push them yeah. forward. Now, you can't push them. And – or no. I think you could – can you push? Maybe I don't know if you could push, but you can't pull. pull so, the thing yeah. is, is, like, you can't pull the player with you. And so, that's, that's the difference here. Okay. Yeah, I mean – you know, they're going to do, you know, the Eagles are going to do it till the, the the other team stops them or the refs stop them. Uh, and Packers got stopped before they could even try, I guess. Um, but uh, wanted to keep, keep it easy on the time here. And, uh, you know, let's get into some last, last words here. Uh, some, some, uh, some, some final thoughts, um, you know, uh, Last wishes, you know, since we're doing the funeral and cemetery talk, maybe we got some yeah. last wishes. Um, but maybe we should ask Joe Barry, what what is your last meal before you leave the team? You know, um, oh God, <laughs> maybe a, a, a cheesy hot dog. We can get him like cheese stuffed hot dogs. I, I don't know. <laughs> get him a tackling dummy. See, so he doesn't have a tackle air like an idiot. I don't know. Um, uh, <laughs> honestly, um, like last words, man. Like I just, um, I am happy to see the Packers win. There's a lot of people that can be really negative right now, right? Oh, well, they beat a crappy team and this and that, whatever. At the end of the day, 
We got a W. We haven't had a W in like over a month. I'm happy. I'm I'm yeah. I'm ready to just enjoy the season for what it is and hope to God that you know what? Like who knows? Like people want to hate on making the playoffs. People want to hate about draft position. All this bullshit. I'm sorry, BS. But the truth is, is like I want us to really just you know just take it week by week, see small improvements, and if we somehow sneak into the playoffs, great. If we don't, fine. No big deal. I'm just I'm just happy to see these guys. A winning, B being happy. Like I see these guys smile. Like after the, you know how they show them going into the locker room after the game. Yes. And they're like, that's one. Or they're like, you know, hey, you know, like don't count us out. Man, I, that's what I want to see. Like I want to see these guys having, like having fun again. Yes. And just enjoy them. And I'm telling you right now, Musgrave, you score another touchdown in Green Bay, you gotta do Lambo leap. I don't know who, what the hell is yeah. going on with these uh, veteran players, David Bakhtari. I'm sorry, a freaking uh, Aaron Jones. Hey, Ja, you guys, Rashawn Gary, you guys need to be telling these dudes, hey, jump in the stands. All right? The, the fans, the, they, they, you pay extra money for those tickets to be able to hopefully catch a player, right? And uh, enjoy that moment. Lambo Leap, you know, like Laurie Butler and, you know, Robert Brooks made that joint. You got to, like, you, you got to, that's, you know, that's that's what Green Bay's all about, man. That's, like, that's part of the and, culture. Yeah, like, I, I need my guys to keep that up. Like, they can't. You know, when Musgrave was looking at the crowd, I'm like, no, dog, get your ass up in the sands. Like, yeah. you're like, what, 6'8", dog? You can, that's an easy jump for you. Get your yeah. up there, dude. Like, come on now. Yeah. Cheese, cheesehead culture is a very yes. real thing. And yes. and the Lambo Leap, would I would say that's in the top five of cheesehead culture for sure, you know? Right. Uh, so, yeah. M- Musgrave, yeah. Get your butt up there, dude. Hell yeah. Uh, so I just want to say, I was starting to like lose excitement for Sundays. I hate to yeah. say that, but I, yeah. I'm the type yeah. of person that's still going to watch. I don't care. Um, mm-hmm. And I try to find silver linings and hoping to see highlights, but I- I'm pumped for next week now. You know, yes. we're going to yes. we're going to Pittsburgh. I'm feeling good. Um, you know, I was saying, I don't know if you caught me earlier, like, I don't like t- tanking. You no, can't no, tank. You should no, never tank. I, I will never. Che- <laughs> I will never cheer for that crap. Um, and uh, this, like this win uh, this weekend, is a stepping stone, a great learning and confidence uh, building game for the youngest team in the NFL. And uh, I'm going to take the op- optimistic approach. I know you have a nice optimistic approach too, Omar. And I really appreciate. It's my birthday on Monday, man. About you. It's my oh, birthday on Monday, so I got. Oh, I, 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 I need a victory, man. I'm I'm going to MGM in uh, up in the National Harbor on Saturday with some friends, and then yeah. we're gonna spend the night there. And then after that, the next day we're gonna go watch the games at the sports book in MGM. And yeah, man, and like I was supposed to go to the game in Pittsburgh, but just it didn't work out because like you know just obligations yeah. and stuff like that. So we're gonna like all like my friends that are Pittsburgh, like my family that are Pittsburgh fans, are gonna be with oh. me too, watching the game, giving me crap. <laughs> it's okay though, yeah. you know, like I. You know, I love them to death, so it's it's cool, but I can't hey look, I need a victory. I need a victory for my birthday, man. I need to go into my birthday with a smile, man. That's it. And yeah. I'm, I'm you know what? But if it don't happen, it don't happen. Yeah. Cool. I'm I ain't gonna be mad about it. Well, I might have to bring some cheesecake to the show to celebrate your birthday next week, Umar. Heck yeah. Uh, and I also share I, I got an in-law. My mother-in-law's a Steelers fan. So we oh, both snap. got we okay. both got some family that are Steelers fans. So I think we're going to have a lot to talk about next week. Oh, 100%. So, I can't wait. So, I, yeah. I cannot wait. <laughs> so you enjoy that birthday weekend, Amr. Thank you. Uh, and Thank you, I just want to say, hey, Packer Nation, Cheeseheads, thanks for joining the premiere episode of Coast to Coast Packers. 
I'm your co-host, Bernie Bango. This is the man, your host, Umar, right here. And uh, we're going to be looking forward to be back uh, next week for your birthday, man. I- I'm, gonna, I'm ready to celebrate. And come join us every Monday. Uh, it's 6.45 Central Standard Time uh, for the majority of you cheeseheads. Thank you once again. Peace, love, and prayers. We're out of here. Go Pack. Yeah.